Blog Talk Radio.
So what about this wicked? Since David writing a thousand BC, the wicked is not going to do right. And that's what it means to So let's find out who, who is this wicked that's not going to do right. I don't give a doggone what you put and what you do with him. His nature, the wicked, is not going to do right. That is that what we got so far. Let's run to the book of our, uh, the same, let's stay in the book of Psalms for a minute, Mother, Mother Eve. We're going to stay in the book of Psalms. We're in the book of Psalms. We're going to stay in the book of Psalms and look at 17 chapters, verse 13. <laughs> because David was told about this wicked by the angel from heaven. You know, David in the thousand BC, I'm gonna tell you now. That wicked, he can't get right. That would be crazy. Hey, Lord, please help me. Exactly one fifteen waiting on me. Have the have the Queen's exactly one fifteen waiting on me. He passed it out of regular book one thirteen. Had it waiting on me, Mother E. But Mother E. So we found out. What kind of favor you put on the wicked? He ain't gonna do that. Now we're going to Psalm 17, 13, and let's read a little bit more about it. You can get a little more information on it. Psalm chapter 17, verse 13, what is it? The book of Psalm chapter 17, verse 13. And I, oh, Yahweh. Disappoint him. Cast him down. Deliver my soul from the wicked, which is the Lord. Yes. So you say, Arise, Yahweh. Put some on the wicked. Put some on that wicked. Now, let's go to the 50th chapter, verse 16 and 17. Now, as a matter of fact, we don't, we don't read all without it, verse 22. We're going to Psalm chapter 50, and we'll look at verse number 16. Now, the subject matter we're looking at is this wicked. We find out this wicked is the Almighty Lord. Now, David's angel is still talking to David in a thousand B.C. about this wicked. Still talking to him. Let's see these friends in the 50th chapter, verse 16 down to verse 22. What do you say? Psalm chapter 50, verse 16 to 22. Psalm chapter 50, verse 16. But unto the wicked, Yahweh said, What have I to do to declare my statue? Of that thou shouldest take my covenant and thy mark. 17. Then thus hated instruction and cast my word behind thee. 18. And thy sword, 18. Then thou consented with him and have been partaker with a judge. Verse 19. Thus givest thy mouth to evil and thy tongue. Famous defeat. 
explaining. Thus, it is an speech against that brother, thus, slander thy own mother's son. 21. These things have I done, and I kept silent. No thought, it thought that I was altogether such one as thyself, but I will refuse thee and set them in order before thine eyes. Verse 22. Now consider this, ye that forget Yahweh, ye that forget Yahweh, that I tell you in pieces, and there be none to deliver. to 
illegal, he can put on paper that the wicked will be accepted by Yahweh. Let's read that in verse 16 and 17. Psalm chapter 50, verse 16 and verse 17. Verse 16. But unto the wicked shall I say, What have thou to do to declare my fast? Or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth? Seeing thus hated instruction and cast my words behind me. If we clear that it's nothing that the wicked, whatever the wicked is, is nothing that he can put down acceptable to Yahweh, because there's one thing the wicked is not going to do. See, because the door that's opened up for the wicked to do, we know you're holding something, Mother. See, we already know you're holding something. Put a marker there. We're going to 1216 in the book of Hebrews. See what I'm saying about it. When you know that you got a call on you in the word of Yahweh, we got to make sure we make a decision according to this Bible. If we make a decision according to anything besides this Bible, then you're fooling yourself and everybody come in contact with you. In the book of Hebrews, we're going to look at something that's written. In the book of Hebrews. 12, Moses. We're going to look at the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews. And we're going to look at verse number. Take the time, Moses. we got plenty of time. 16 and 17. we got one thing about it. When you're in a position to help others, you must lead by example. So in 12 chapter verse 16 and 17, take the time there, uh, Moses, and bring that out in grand style. Come on. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16 and 17. Verse 16. Verse 16. Let them, let there be any fornication of profane person as Esau, who, who for one master of meal sold his birthright. Verse 17. But we know how that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected for for his, for he found no place for repentance through though he saw it carefully with tears. Mm-hmm. So you so you see what he got written on this guy this fellow called Esau. He said, this man right here, Esau and his five sons, what they not going to do to receive salvation is, what is the key word there, Moses? He won't repent. 
to get off the death sentence? Who talked it according to verse 1? Yeah, according to verse 1, who talked it? Again, the word of Yahweh came under me saying. So who talked it in verse 1? Hate and has dead the 
Israel by the by the fourth force of the sword in the time of their calamity in the time that they their iniquity had an end. Verse ten. Because thus has said these two nations and these two countries shall be mine and we will possess it with where 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 the Yahweh was there. Mm-hmm. So what we are learned so far, the wicked have to give back what he robbed. Now what he don't rob he had a perpetual hate for his for the children of Israel and he pursued them with a sword. And he has taken two nations, America and Israel. That's how. He's taken two nations. He he's the possessor of America and he's the possessor of Israel. So he hooked up two nations. So he gotta give back what he unrobbed. What he unrobbed, he on taking two nations. He got to give back a miracle to the ten northern tribes of Israel. He got to give back the land of Israel to the whole twelve tribes of Israel. So now look what we look what we got now to bring to the table about the wicked. The wicked, which is the descendants of Esau, is five sons. The only way. That Yahweh said, I'm not going to kill you at a time or point. See, you got to restore what you have robbed. You have robbed Yahweh out of two nations. You have taken America and you have taken the land of Israel. According to what we said, is, and you pursue your brother with a sword. That was Judah. And in the book of Amos, listen what the systematic Bible taught in the book of Amos. Let's give this Bible say how you operate. See, remember, he tells the fear everything that needs to be known. Let's look, Mother, exactly what he told the fear about this man that is a brother to Jacob and the change of Israel. We're going to read Amos chapter 1, verse 9 down to verse 11. And just to kind of that, Mother Eve, we got plenty of time because we got a lady to point out because what's in the body. If you understand that you got a calling on you, this is not a count. You got to teach the Bible. You can't keep feeling or get caught up in emotions. You got to get caught up in the word of Yahweh to help others that come behind you. You got to understand something. 
teach right. You're not teaching my Bible. You're showing them what I'm saying, but ain't nobody saying you no never mind. So you got to watch the one going to pay you so never mind. Now, Moses, the Bible says in Proverbs 11, verse 21. Now, now when you read it, I want you to explain what you read, what you just got to read. Once you read, take your time and look at Proverbs 11, 21. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 21. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 21. Verse 21. Thus has joy, joy in hand. Thus has. Hold on, Mother. He said, Though. He said, Though. Though you join hand in hand. Now, you know, you got all your big. Dignitaries, they join hand in hand, and we shall overcome. Everybody hold the hands, get it in grace. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The True Israelites, with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. All right, we live, 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 special edition called Thursday evening, tape number 59. 
And Aiello came in and tell you about the broadcast, and we'll get back with the broadcast. So Aiello, Mr. Tills, is online. He's ready to tell what the Almighty put on him to tell you about tape number 59, revealing the number of the B666. And then we'll spread the books out a little bit, and we might continue on the line we're on. We don't know. But we're not, we're not going to bring our elder in. We'll tell you all about the broadcast. And Yaqua be strong, so we meet our elder. Well, our voice, you say. Elder Mr. Kills, tribe of Yaqua, Yaqua be to the elder. And Yaqua bless you, see, as well as see, bro. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Hallelujah, Yaqua, the elder. Well, one thing about it, the foxtail been letting the went. One thing about it, we understand this Bible, what timeline we in, and our job is to bring the timeline that we in right now. So we just got to tell this national order and spread the books out. We keep it moving on the special edition, take number 59. Take your time, the elder the world listening. Over 900,000 plus on the international side. You're on the clock. Come on. Once again, Yaqua, bless you. See you as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. Among a cast of hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yaqua. And that's a good thing. Because a lot of people listen and say, oh, I don't like the way they explain things. Or I don't like the way that they sound. But they're not getting the essence of what's actually being said. Forget that in Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 6, it says, For I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge. For we have been thoroughly made manifest among you in all things. See, they forgot that particular point. It's not the way that you sound, but it's the sense of reasoning that's made trying to get you to that gate of righteousness. It's only one way to get there. And Second Ezra, chapter 7, verse number 8, tells you that particular way. 8 says, And only one path between them both, even between the fire and the water, so small, that there could only be one man go there at once. You can't go left, you can't go right. You got to go straight forward to Yahweh's word. And at the straight gate, like it tells you in uh, book of Matthew, chapter 7. And when you listen to this program, you have to remember that a teacher can't learn from his students. That's tried many times before. They forget he's giving wise counsel. And also having knowledge, the teacher even gains more experience by teaching. Now, if a student don't use the loud bump to gums contest, he can learn from wise counsel, possibly learning one day to teach himself. Because we have to be aware by knowing these Bible scriptures and the Bible precepts, which is often being talked about, we're given the knowledge to know we have those out there that camouflage evil or confused teachings and overly loud bump to gums contests for their method of righteous learning even trying to use the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us, that no. And they can do that if you're not word up in Yahweh. They can turn you around. But 
This is why we're here to help you through these dark times of bad teaching, bowed empty gums, and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Jacques Ministry. Comes to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about Yaqua's Word. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your health, foods that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days, and much more. We do all this because you have not. This information you came to seek and have now found it in the voices of the true Israelites, driving to open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. In those days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, Sabbath class we do have. The top part of Sabbath is Friday. Class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. The bottom part of Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any search engine, enter tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com dash Israelites. It'll take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. In the other device, you might see menu. But after clicking this, you'll still see tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7 and verse 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahqua, or you kindreds of the people. Give unto the Yahqua glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone, when you're doing this, to remember that Yahqua loves a cheerful giver. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30, and mentioned once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus is the Also, for building a school, which is very well needed, a banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak up on this program. I will put that one. Also, while there, don't forget to check our calendar. The calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible these days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. It's a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time, in the three words, Yahweh Radio Live. After you click it, Look for Voices of the Trisolites, Tribe of Yadah, and click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. We also have a few numbers you can call with Yadah online. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by anyone that's six and on the camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. You will only hear a discouraging click followed by a doubt tone. 
Also, by calling that number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we'd like to ask, please do not contact the seer email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, answered many memos, and even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, you can listen to the entire show after 9.15 p.m. recorded, except Fridays. This program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do that, just enter three words, Yahweh Radio Live. Look for Voices of the True Israelites, Bible Babylon, and choose the program that you would like to into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And also, during our normal broadcast broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Peltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or your computer. Just download the Peltalk app. It'll be listed under ethnic group, African American. When you get there, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yadda. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. Well, Yahweh's word will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer any of the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be the Oldness of Tits Israel, along with Seer Israel, writing with Shaka. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if you find the broad talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on topic. I'll be with you all. But at this time, you always know that I give that continuing reminder that when we're given the scriptures to speak by the seer, remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible. But make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can start to do just that. I'll pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Holy Yahweh. bringing fire with them. They brought them, but not their diet. They learned them another way to eat that was contrary to the Bible. And that's why we have so many problems in the body today. Because what you do by eating what's called 
Chinese, Japanese food and white man food, it, that is not your diet. White man food and Chinese food is not your diet. White man food is in blood. So starch and blood, that's their food. Starch and blood. Any food that got starch in it is not of the crib. That that food has been manufactured, put together, starch food. So when you eating potatoes, rice and beans, drinking milk, that is not what the Almighty gives you to do. Milk, after the baby leaves the breast, that's the end of milk. Milk is made for the cows. You take when you send your kids to school, they normally on lunch they give them they give them milk and cereal along with their meal. Milk, cow's milk is not for the children of Israel. It's for white man and white woman, you say like that. Sins of Esau. They can eat. White milk from the cow and stuff like that. They can eat it, but it's not your diet. That's why you got to know who you are and what the Yahweh tell you to do for you can avoid the punishment that we have in the body today. We live a sickly life. We live all we live a life with all type of problems in the body. You cannot eat physically healthy. Eating the white man, the white woman's food. And that is starch and blood. Food that, I just give you a couple more examples. Potatoes, rice and beans, spaghetti, macaroni and cheese. I use chicken. I use it for example. This kind of food. Until you got here. And that's why and then when the northern kingdom was jumped by the white man and the white woman, they killed up their buffalo. Then they told them you gotta come and eat our food that we got. You kill their food, which is called a buffalo, and they use it for clothing and for eating. Specialized in that we're going to read a little bit. Hey, other, let's go to Exodus 22, verse number 6. Some of them, they were evil here, and they, um, and tell them a rover, hold on for a minute. Big rover, they little rover, get in the corner, sit down for a minute, and hold on for a minute. Until we uh, get the broadcast out the way. Oh, big robo over there. So, in the book of Exodus, you know, 22 verse 6. Can you help those see out of the 22 verse 6? Can we read 22 verse 6? Okay. In the book of Exodus. Looking at chapter 22, verse number 6. 6 says, 
If fire break out and catch it in thorns, so that the stacks of corns or standing corn or the fields be consumed therewith, he that kindled the fire shall surely make restitution. I'm good. So I, I, I can't be a little long when it's a minute. You get old Robo, get old Robo quiet for a minute because there's a point I'm going to try to bring out. So you see, the children of Israel, the northern kingdom, what that Esau and his five sons noticed when they got over here, you had a lot of standing corn. Corn. And corn was is upright. So that corn is what Yahweh recommended for the children of Israel to have in their diet because the same corn makes bread and everything else. Once you understand who you really are, corn. Corn was something that was the children of the book X. They had corn and and the corn did something that was notable in David's days, he'll tell you what the corn did for you. So when you eating corn, notable corn do something in the Bible that you will be aware of it once you know. Let's go to Psalm 65, verse 9 and 10. Let's find what the corn do. We go on to Psalm 65. We'll just get right down to the point. 9 and 13. Let's look at verse 9 and 13. What do the corn make you do when you employ corn in your everyday eating? Let's, let's see what do, do the Bible say about corn. In Psalm 65, verse 9 and 11. What it says in verse 9 and 11 is... Okay, Psalm 65. I had to change my notes. I was writing stuff down. 65, verse 9, and verse number 11. 9 says, Thou visited the earth and watered it. Thou greatly enriched it. Since the river of Yanqua is full of water, thou preparest them corn when thou hast so provided for it. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy path thou fatness. Verse 13. 13. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered over with corn. They shout for joy. They also sing. Yeah. So we, so you'll know when you got diet, corn in your um, diet, because he said, Yahweh the pair of corn. Yahweh the one corn down. That corn came from heaven. We know that GMOs now have anything man hand is in it, it's not good. So you got to figure out to make sure the corn that you get is not from the GMOs or man hand. That means you basically got to know that corn came off the of, stock of from a good ground, not made by man's hand, corn. And 
And if, and if you got the right corn in, in you, according to verse 13, Elvis, what do the corn make you do? What sign that you will do that the corn will do for you? Since we know now the corn came from heaven. According to verse 13, what do the corn make you do? According to verse 13. According to verse 13, they make you uh, shout for joy and sing. Well, you, you, you're, not, you, you're not saying it as a positive. you got you got to bring it and look at 13 and tell me exactly what the corn makes you do. Or the national order, I'm saying, clear that it's something to show when you got corn in your diet, what do it make you do according to verse 13? Look at it and see what words you're going to pick out for the national audience on what corn makes you do once you got inside the system. What happened to your body? Come on. Verse 13 says, make a shout for joy and also sing. See, and that's what corn makes you do. When you, when you got corn in your diet, it makes you shout. It makes you shout for, for joy, and you all get your little doo-wop in there. Doo-wop, doo-wop, doo-wop. That's what corn, corn is corn. When you got corn in your diet, you find out that corn came from heaven. Yahweh telling, the angels telling David, that the corn came from heaven. Did we read that or not? Let's go back to 65 and make sure we read that Yahweh's hand is in the corn. See, anything that Yahweh put on the table, it would not have what you call um, acid in it. It would not have acid in it. The food that man makes it be always have acid in it, be some kind of acid. Blood, starch, acid is in the food that they make by their hand. You have to eat the food that Yahweh makes by his hand. That's if you have a sickly problem, you got a problem in your body, you, your limbs not working right properly, then you have to learn exactly how to help yourself to help others according to the Bible. So now, in 65, there, you know, in Psalm 65, I want to make sure, want to make sure we bring this out, that who hand is in the coin. And long as we, and you can read something as Yahweh's hand in it, then you know, that is what he put together. But man always tries to come and duplicate what Yahweh do and tell you about all type of things. And when you do the research on it, it got acid in it. Like something I'm not going to mention tonight on, on the broadcast, but we got a couple of members of one of the camp days back in the hospital again. And I keep saying, well, what is you eating? Picking you back to the hospital. Okay? So I so um I take notes of it. You so now um to be pumped out. Pump what out? The stuff that you are putting in your body 
that Yahweh did not give it to you to eat. Blood, starch, acid food, acid. It's it going to cause you a problem in your body. Now, look at verse 9 again. Let's, let's hey, bring out verse 9 plainly. Isaiah 55, verse 9. What does it say? The book of Isaiah. Uh, looking 65. at 55. I mean, uh, Psalm 65, verse 9. Bring that verse out. 65, verse 9. All right, going back to Psalms. 65. Verse number nine, Psalm 65, verse number nine says, Though visited the earth and waters it, though greatly enriched it, which the river of Yahweh, which is full of water, thou preparest them corn when thou hast so provided for it. You see that? Now you see, you see, you see what he said, thou visit earth. And you and you water it. And what kind of water is this he talking about? He watered it in verse number ten. The last just read the last line. What kind of water is he supposed to intake? The last line in verse ten. Thou blessed Verse number water. ten, read. Thou blesses what? Okay, verse number Verse number ten, reading the last line. Thou blessed the springing thereof. So what water you supposed to drink is spring water, see, right? Not no not the one they use they they get out water when the other people purify. Listen, you ain't gotta purify nothing that Yaquala already made. They got water called purification, purify. Listen, that ain't for you, see right. You drink Rainwater. You don't need nobody's hand in your water that you drink. Well, they don't uh, pat it around. Just drink rainwater. And remember, the standing corn came from heaven. So what's in your diet is corn. Because Yahweh's hand is in the corn. Sure, you got imitation corn, but we know one thing, Yahweh, its corn is standing corn, and that's what the northern kingdom had all over the place, along with buffalo, before Esau and his five sons got to Shem's second land called America. Then they destroyed all that. They destroyed the buffalo, and they destroyed the corn, and from that point on, the children of Israel have been diabetes, every type of disease on the children of Israel today. You clogged up. Now, you need to know, we're going to show you again what you have to maintain eating. Pull it, let me pull that rabbit out of here. Let's go to um, Titus. Yeah. So we got to uh, see once we learn these things, 
especially if you want to help others. And we, like I said again, you got to, you got to help others, but you got to lead by example. Because you stumbling all around a place with your heart, you have others. You step stumbling all around a place. We got um in the book of Titus, the last the last book in Titus, there you go. Uh, verse eight and fourteen. Where is where is that verse number? Okay, last first. book in Titus, the last chapter. 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 Okay, last chapter is three. Three, give me eight and 14. Give me verse eight and 14. Okay, last chapter in Titus is chapter, and in that chapter three, we're going to read eight and verse number 14. Eight says, This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in Yahweh might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. 13 says. 14. Bring 14. 8 and 14. 14. 14, and let ours also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses, that they may not be unfruitful. So what do you mean by that? You got to maintain good works. You can't let one of your family members, Christian family members or whatever, and all of a sudden they come in town and uh, you on a special occasion, and now you go eat things that Yahweh tell you not to eat, and you know that you are a number of the children of Israel, you can't eat what they eat. And you go out and you go to a function when they eat all types of stuff that Yahweh tell you not to eat, then you wonder why you had to always visit Dr. Cook. Because you willingly start eating stuff that Yahweh forbid you to eat the children of Israel. Case in point, let's go to 11 chapter Leviticus chapter 1 and 2. This is what he's saying to a people, and we're going to hear it by name. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. We're going to skip down and down to verse 13. This is what he says in the Bible to a to somebody, and he'll get his name, and to who he's telling it to. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. It will skip down to verse 7, down to 13. What does it say here? Okay, in the book of Leviticus. Chapter 11. Book of Leviticus. One, two. Chapter 11. Verse one, two. one and two, one, two. And then going down one, to down seven 13. and 13. 13. Yeah, what is that? Okay. Verse number one says, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying unto them, two, speak unto the children of Israel, saying, these are the beasts which you shall eat among all beasts that are on the earth. Verse number seven. And the swine, though he divide the hoof and be clover-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, 
He is unclean to you. Verse number 13. 13. Now, this is the pig. That is the pig. He said, a pig, you don't eat the pig. So if your family come in and whatever, you invite to a function, and you see pig, you cannot eat the pig. The pig is not good for you if you know that you are a children of the 12 tribes of Israel. Pig was not given to you, but the other nations can eat all the pigs they want. They have a deep. I know in the Constitution they say all men, but that's man hand again but not according to the Bible. He's telling one specific people, the children of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel, and he said, if you follow this 12 tribes of Israel, and look at WCC what, what, what do you mean? Where it says 12 tribes of Israel. But if you follow this 12 tribes of Israel, give me a precept there, hold that point, put, put a marker there for the WCC, World Council of Churches. If you follow this children of Israel, Israel, and Yahweh said to the children of Israel, guess what happens if you follow this? Guess what you will follow? If you follow this, we're going to Genesis 49, 28. Let me tell you, if you follow what he just said, and Yahweh speak unto Moses and Aaron saying unto them, speak unto the children of Israel. These are the beasts you eat, these are the beasts you don't eat. There it is. Now let's make sure we talk to all 12 tribes. And if they listen, let's see what we got in Genesis 49, 28. What is that? In the book of Genesis, chapter 49, reading verse number 28 says, All these are the 12 tribes of Israel. And this is that their father spake unto them and blessed them. Everyone according to his blessing. He blessed them. Is that? So all the 12 tribes of Israel is up on a blessing. If they follow what the man got written in his Bible. All 12 tribes is up on a blessing. He told Moses, tell all 12 tribes, these are the beasts among you that's on earth. This, this, this is what I want you to do. This is what I don't want you to do to the tribes of Israel. I don't want you to eat no pig. You can't eat no itty-bitty piece of pig. First 30 years you eat whole. Children of Israel, you don't eat no pig no days of the year. No days of the year you put pig in your mouth. No pig. Verse 8, 8 down to verse 13. Come on. Okay. Let's see. 8 to 13, we're going back to the book of uh, Leviticus, uh, looking at chapter uh, 11, reading uh, 8 to 13. 8 says, Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcasses shall be not touched. They are unclean to you. Nine, 
these, these shall you eat of all that are in the waters, whatsoever has fins and scales in the water, in the seas and in the rivers, them shall ye eat. Ten. And all that have no fins and scales in the seas and the rivers, of all that move in the waters, and of any living thing which is in the water, they shall be a, an abomination unto you. Eleven. They shall be even an abomination unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, but ye shall have their carcasses an abomination. Twelve. Whatsoever has no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination unto you. Thirteen. And these are they which, which shall eat, which shall have an, an abomination among the fowls. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle and the ostrich, ostrich and the osprey. Mm, good. So you see, what he says, if you eat anything that do not have fins and scales on it, it is an abomination to you. Who's you? According to verse 2, the children of Israel. So when you eat, when you go out and you want to sit around and you want to eat shrimp, lobster, catfish, <laughs> Yahweh is telling Moses, tell the children of Israel. That's why you gotta know who you are. If you eat shrimp, lobster, frog legs, huh, that is a abomination to you. That's the reason you always gotta get in contact with Doc Cook. Once you know that Christian is a religion, Islam is religion. The children of Israel, this is a bloodline. This ain't got nothing to do with religion. Bloodline. This is a bloodline people that scattered all over the world upon a search of disobedience because they refuse to come back to the Bible and to help themselves, they can and those who come in contact with them. Diseases that you, you, we getting right now we don't have to have them this pop body. We don't have to have them. We spun it all around because you cannot eat the white man and the white woman's food. That food right there is a combination to you. You're looking at their recipes and how they eat their potatoes, rice, beans. That food they made. Beans was made by them. Beans was made by them. The potato, that's something they're made. They made the potato. That's a laboratory, again, the potato. All that stuff that you eat is an abomination to your body. And that's why you always got to have Blood pressure is so high because of what you intake. Now in the 11th chapter, verse 41 down to verse 47, see, we try to listen, especially those of the six and on the count. 
You don't have, you got to lead by example. You can't be eating no shrimp, lobster, frog legs, uh, steak, uh, beans and rice, eggs and potatoes. That is the white man's food. They can eat that food. But the children of Israel never ate that. They never ate no cow meat. They never ate the cow meat. Do you know they, they feed the cows now? They feed the cows fat food now. Cows used to eat just grass alone. But now the cows are getting strapped food. Same thing about you eating the, I've been going to eat it this way, but they ain't feeding the, the farm-raised catfish. We ain't going to eat it no way because it's, it's got no scales on it. got thin, but no scales. They feed the strap on the table. That's what they call a farm-raised. Whatever garbage they didn't eat, they give it to the fish. Do you know what it says in Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11? Hey, uh, before we read that, look what it says in Leviticus, talking to the children of Israel again. In the 17th chapter, let me make sure talking to one specific people. See, one specific people he's talking to. Let's make sure we're going to the 17th chapter of Leviticus. I want to see if we get a name on who is he talking to first. Before we read verse 11, I want to make sure who he's talking to. We're going to 17th chapter, verse 1 and 2. This we all doing for the national audience thing. Listen what he says to a people in the 17th chapter, verse 1, 2, and 11. Let's see what he said in Leviticus chapter 17, 1, 2, and 11. What did he say else? In the book of Leviticus chapter 17, verses 1, 2, and verse 11. One says, And the young one spake unto Moses, saying, Two, speak unto Aaron and unto his sons and all the children of Israel, and say unto them, This is the thing which the young had commanded saying. Verse Good. number 11. I think what, 11 through 14, just for the national audience sake. Just for the national okay. audience sake. Let's read 11, 9, verse right. 14. Listen to those that get read from 11 to 14. All right. Changing my notes. Verse 11 to 14. For the life of the flesh and the blood, and I've given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Verse number 12. 12 says, Therefore I say unto the family of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. 13. And whatsoever man thereof be, of the family of Israel, or strangers that sojourney among you, which hunteth and scattereth any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. 14. For it is the life of all flesh, the blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore, I say unto the family of Israel, you shall eat 
of blood of no manner of flesh. For all the life of all flesh is in the blood thereof. Whosoever eateth it shall be cut off. You see, the man said, the teeth and, and, and remember, when you go to the restaurant and when you order that day of meat, don't you know all they do is you, you cook with how you want it, meat and rail, I mean, uh, you want it cooked well, blood still in it. You know, you don't take, you don't take it back, man, a piece of chicken back to see it got blood in it. He's a man telling you no matter of blood. So that means you have to know the process once you back well on what to do when it comes down to eating from the restaurant. Then you personally eat meat at home. Because you gotta personally do something if you but if you sit, if you sick, but you don't eat don't even don't even eat no 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 kind of meat when you sick. You don't get back on your feet. No meat, no kind of meat, period. But once you back on your feet, you say, Well, I wanna back on my feet now I've got myself to go. And then he got something written about how you deal with once you go to by that dead meat, you know, from the cow or whatever. To tell you something you got to do with that dead meat that you do get. To tell you exactly what to do before you uh, consume. It says, um, what are you supposed to do? That's what you're going to do. And Leviticus, let me, let me see if I get a verse. We'll keep talking until I find the verse. Now, when you, you now you got the meat at all. Let's use the Bible thing you both do that you can, we can read in the eighth chapter. Some people do that we can read. In the eighth chapter, if some you're supposed to do in Leviticus chapter eight. And just, just let's look at verse number thirty one. Eight thirty one. Let's see what you're supposed to do when you got any kind of bloody meat, dead meat you get ready to prep. For your family. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 8, reading verse number 31 says, And Moses said unto Aaron and to his sons, Boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and there eat it with bread, that is, in the basket of concessions, as I commend, saying, "What did Moses say you do if you got if you caught you you went to the store and bought you some cow meat or whatever? What did Yahweh say? Tell Moses you gonna do first. Call that verse. What we gonna do first? It says, boil the flesh.'" I mean, boy, not say that we go do. 
boil the flush. The first thing you do, you tell your better hand. Now I got, I went out and got them to go steak meat to go, the steak meat or where you steak meat from the, the cow. You got whatever. The first thing you do, you put a hot pot on and drop that meat in that hot pot and the dog on blood out the meat. The first thing you do. Even if she, you got to breathe. Get blood out of your meat first. Boil all that garbage out your meat. Then cook it, bacon or fry it. Get the garbage out of your meat first. Don't just take the meat, throw it in the, in the up under the water, wipe the top off of it, then beat it, then beat it down and season it. It's still got the blood in it. And you know you go to any restaurant, any kind of meat you got, it's gonna they ain't gonna boil none of that, none of that. So when you go to the restaurant and you eat, if they ain't got meat, that meat gonna be beat down for tender or medium rare or whatever. But y'all why I tell you, that's why you gotta make sure you understand that the restaurant, children of Israel now they don't go to no restaurant. You come out getting back on your feet. You always gonna be feeling bad. You always gonna be feeling down because you got to stay away from somebody going to get a ten piece of, of this food from the restaurant and they haven't done ever cooked the meat hard or medium rare, whatever way you the blood still gonna be in it. Now let's please up at the three seventeen. Let's see what Yahweh says about that in 317. Uh, Leviticus 317. Let me see what I said. Let's see what Yahweh says about that. He talked to Moses. And what do he say to Moses in 317 of Leviticus? Let's see what the, the man that made the body said in 317. What did he say? In the book of Leviticus, chapter 3, verse 17 says, It shall be a perpetual statue. Hold on, your microphone is breaking up. Hey, yo, your microphone is breaking up. The national audience today, all it is, you want to hear this real good. Do I read that while you make a difference on your microphone? Because you're breaking up right now. Well, make sure you hear this on K59 train. In 317, it says, and it should be a perpetual statue for your generations throughout all your dwelling. Fair on it and meat that got blood on it. And all the way you get the blood out the meat, you got to boil it to flush first. It ain't no restaurant you go into that gonna boil the meat before you bring it out. So when you go to all these steak places and stuff, these the cow meat. Ain't nobody going to boil the, the meat the meat and get the blood out of it. Nobody, no restaurant going to do it. They're going to ask you, how you want your steak? And you say, well, I'm eating beef meat. Yeah, you eat beef meat all right. But you still got some part of blood in it. And that's why I'm making the plan in 317. He said, Moses, you tell the children of Israel, 317 Leviticus, it should be a perpetual statute 
your generation, throughout all your dwelling, that you eat neither fat nor blood. You got to trim the fat off the meat and put that meat in a boiling hot pot and get all the garbage off of that meat before you cook it, bake it, or fry it. You can, you, you, you can tell God cooking can go about his business if you, if you, but middle one thing, but keep one thing in your mind. In the wisdom of Solomon, Elder, and 16 verse 12, keep one thing in your mind what he told Solomon, the wisest man in the world. He told him something in 16 verse 12. What did he say, Elder? Wisdom of Solomon out of the red book with the problem church taken out and broke your Bible down to 66 and it was 80 books. These books were taken away from it. So in the wisdom of, wisdom of Solomon 16, 12, what did the Almighty tell Solomon to put in the book? What do you say? In the wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse number 12 says, for it was neither herb nor modifying palace that restored them to health. But thy word, O Yahweh, which heals all things. What heals you is the word. He, he said what modified plastic, what heals you is the word. You hear the word not to heal your family, yourself. You hear what you gotta do. You gotta keep Yahweh's word. His word got be with you. You got to have his word. And look what he said about his word in Isaiah chapter 30. You know, I'll make it, let me see what I want. He said something about his word. We're going to read what he said about his word. See, we come on six nights a week. And especially the six of on account. You got to lead by example. You got to make sure what you're doing, because as a matter of fact, you get the first woman. When you know that what you're supposed to be doing and you don't do, uh, then you get the first woman. And you want to know why you always getting whooped? Because you got to lead by example. When temptations come, get in hold of temptations. Your family members come in, come in, they're Christians, Islam, Judaism, and now they won't eat all the type of meat with the blood still ain't, ain't all the meat out, and, and you want to go to a restaurant, famous restaurant you're going to, and you're eating uh, steak, mashed potatoes, and rice, and beans. That's not your diet. Anything that got blood and stock in it is not what Yahweh gave the children of Israel. He did not give you no blood, He did not give you no stock. Macaroni, cheese, cheese, spaghetti. He never gave you that. They can eat that food. All they want. The Chinese can eat what they specialize in. All they want. That is not for you, children of Israel. You lose your blessing. They're going to show up. When you bum it all around, can't hold your balance up. Stomach always, something always wrong with your stomach. Something always wrong with your body. 
because of what you didn't take. It's no recipe than what Yahweh gave you. You cannot follow the recipe of the white man, the white woman, the Chinese, and the Japanese. You can't follow their recipe. You gotta follow the Bible recipe. What the Bible tell you to do. Let me say it in Isaiah 30. Verse 20 and 21. Look at what he said that we can read. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 20 and 21. What does it say there? Okay. Going to the book of Isaiah. Looking at uh, chapter 20. 30. Looking at verses, okay, 30. Isaiah 30. Verse number 20 and 21. 20 says, and don't the Yaquah give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner anymore, but thine eyes shall see thy teachers. 21. And thine eyes shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Turn unto the right hand, and when you turn to the left. Is there, are you hearing right now? This is my cap come on and show you down. This is the way. This is the way. You don't eat no Chinese food. You don't eat no potatoes, rice, and beans. You don't eat. That is not your diet. That is the other nation's diet. Spaghetti, anything that got starch in it, any part
got all these kind of problems. Huh? You got it, right? Get the cure for it. You can have all these problems in your body, but guess what? Yahweh got a cure for it. Let's see what the cure is. Let's go to Genesis 1, 29, 30. What's the cure for all the problems in your body? What the cure is? Let's go find out what Yahweh said is. Let's find out what the Bible says to sort of turn your body around that they broke all down how you can make a reverse of it. Let's see. We're going to Genesis 1, 29 and 30. Let's see what it says in 1, 29 and 30. What's the hell? In the book of Genesis, chapter 1, reading verses 29 and verse number 30. 29 says, And Yahweh said, Behold, I have given you every herb, herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in which the fruit of a tree yielding seed, you, sh- you it shall be for me. 30. And to every beast of the field, and to every fowl in the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, Wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for me, and it was so. So he gave you herbs, but what is the number one color of herbs for me? According to verse number 2930, what is the number one color that you're supposed to make sure? Now, you know, you have to have corn, right, from heaven, and you have also... Herbs, but what color herbs did you say, Bill? According to verse 29 and 30, what color the herbs supposed to be? First. Okay. Looking at the color, that's in verse number 30. 30 says, To every beast of the earth, and every fowl in the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for me, and it will so. Green herbs, the number one way back to a to repair your body. You eat green herbs for me. Green herbs make sure whatever the wife, the fella has, the world is cooking for you. Make sure you got plenty of green herbs for me. For me. You say green herbs is for me. You gotta look at them green herbs as me. Because the green herbs is the hand of Yahweh. And now David took hold to, to that and Angel came and visited David and one oh four verse fourteen. And he and he he laid something down for us to never forget. David, angel visiting David in 104, verse 14. Let's find, let's some of this conversation that's going on in Psalm 104, verse 14. Because it don't make no sense for you to be a teacher and don't know these things to help others. Because we know when, you, when you're right, because the coin going to make you Jump of joy and sing. See, we don't know you're not going to be dragging around, bumping all around the place. We got the corn in you. 
We read what the car make you do. The car make you jump, jump for joy and sing. You might have a, a song like "You Walk, You Walk." That was the, the car that make you do. See, that was Yahweh say. That's what you can tell when they write. They come in with one of those paper bird spears on them. You already know what they they what they not. Their diet is all messed up. Their mind is all over the place because you know what? They naive what makes you jump for joy. Okay? Corn. Corn is a blood purifier. You be around sickly people and you got enough better full of corn in you, you better withstand them if you got the Yahweh with you. You can withstand them. They sick, but you ain't. You may walk around all them face masks on and everything else. I, yeah, you know, well, we did that another time. I tell you, let me get a preacher up on that. Hey, yo, hold that part. Before you read something, put a marker there for that. Let's run to Zachariah chapter 9, verse 17. Because if, don't, if you're going to teach this, you got to live it. If you want to repair the body, I don't care who broke it down. You want to pray inside your body, you got to leave the king's meat alone. Matter of fact, I'm going to read that. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to thank you for, for bringing that up there. We're going to read that to you. See, you got to leave the king's meat alone. You, you want me to pack your body back over? You got to put the king's meat down. You got to put the Chinese, Japanese, shrimp, lobster, Frog lady. That's me. That's the alone. Do you always going to be busy, Doc Cook? Your blood pressure always going to be sky high. You always going to be sickly. Can't nobody bite you and tell you go nowhere and eat nothing that is not going to be in top of meat unless you're taking the, the scum and the blood out of it. Then cook it, bake it, or fry it. You know, you might say, well, baby, what you want to do? I want to go to an exotic restaurant. That's why you got to make sure you got a, a Yahweh woman. Yahweh woman know one thing. We want to go into a restaurant bar. That food, I already got everything prepared for you. We would eat like the ones in the Bible live twice the age that we normally live. Going to the restaurant, eating food that got blood in it. Look what it says in 917. Zechariah 9. Listen to 917. You, you hear what I said? Listen to what the Bible says. I'm all going to call it out to hear it read. 917, what it says. In the book of Zechariah, chapter 9, reading verse number 17, says, For how great is his goodness, and how great is his beauty. Corn shall make young men cheerful and new Wine, the maids. Ain't that something? You got the man's friend. You got the man's friend here. He's saying, for how great is the goodness and how great is his beauty. Corn, corn shall make the young man cheerful. And new wine and the maid. Oh, listen. Do you know if you got the corn in, it fights off all type of diseases in your body. 
the coin, big belly full of coin, eh? coin, right there, from that um, big divide, coin, and you'll know when somebody among you got corn in you because they have a cheerful demeanor. And not only that, not only that, they be a ecclesiastic out of regular book 8, verse 1. And nothing you'll see on this. Um, nothing you'll see. I'm telling you what the Bible says. Never. The Spirit of Yahweh works through this ministry. We can grab a lesson on the way of another lesson on the way of another lesson when you follow Yahweh's book. He'll give you that very hour with you on the section. So it don't make no sense for those of the six anointed camp got any kind of problem with the bodies or anything if you know Yahweh's rules. First thing you got to do is keep them first. You got them first, it'll, it'll show up. Matter of fact, if you got Yahweh first, guess what will happen? He cleans that after regular book 8, verse 1. This will be known when Yahweh working with you. Let's see what he's saying, 8, verse 1. And Ecclesiastic from the regular book, reading chapter 8, looking at chapter 8, reading verse number 1. 1 says, Who is as the wise man? And who knoweth the interpretations of a thing? A man's wisdom maketh his face to shine, and the boldness of his face shall be changed. You mean, if we follow what he said about the dietary law, what will we know about the person's demeanor? What will we know about them according to verse 8, verse 1? What would happen when we look at the person, we'll see what? What will we see, Elder? Makes his face to shine. Make his face, his face shall be changed. You will see a glow yeah. about him. You will see, see the ones that following the rules of Yahweh. You see a certain glow about him. You see a glow in their face is shine. Because the wisdom of understanding about what you put in your mouth and what you don't put in your mouth, you'll know about it. You can hear folks. You and your all thumbing around and bits all over yourself. You standing tall. Why? Because you know what Yahweh saying. If you follow, you ain't got to worry about no Doc Cook. You got your Yahweh first. He'll clean out all that stuff in your body. Now, to get that stuff clean out your body, you got to follow the man in the sand. Now we're going to, um, you got to first cleanse that stuff out of your body. Now, we don't stay in the body. We probably change the things you can get later on, but it's made no lesson. I don't stay in the book. We're going to come on back to that Psalms now, Elder. Going back to that Psalm, but 104, verse 14. Listen to what he says in 104, verse 14. Listen, listen to what? Remember, the angels came from heaven to tell David these things. If you read, we're not reading out of this lesson. That was Daniel 23, 1, 2, and 3. The angel came from heaven to tell David about some things. And he put it right. Now, 104, verse 14, let's see what he told David. 104, 14. In Psalms, 
chapter 104, reading verse 14 says, He calls the grass to grow for the cattle, and herb for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth. Take that now. Wait a minute. What does it say in verse 14? He calls the grass to grow for the cattle. So that's the, that's the cattle's food. They eat grass. So the cattle, you see, the elephants, all of them, they eat grass. And herbs. For the service of me. You see the man that got not the cow. You don't don't worry about that ain't that ain't for you. Cow, cow, milk, that's not for you. The children of Israel didn't eat no cow. Drink no cow's milk. That was for them. The grass kept them together. What he gave man, the herbs for the service. Of me. Earth. That's your service. Earth. Green earth. That will get you that will get you going. You can find some you found some mushrooms. Call them mushrooms. That's good too. Mushrooms. Listen. Man for the service to repair your body. You got to do green herbs. Let's go. Let's go and see what he told us here about it. Let's go to Ezekiel forty-seven, verse six, down to verse thirty. Listen to this. Now here goes. Remember, in Amos chapter three, verse seven, he said he would do nothing but reveal his secret unto his servants, the seers. The seer's job is to tell you what it takes for you. It's up to you. You can pay the seer no never mind, the victim on account to teach the same thing. But listen to what Yahweh says to the seer I put up in the book, in the 47th chapter, verse 6, down to verse 13. We give him a expand on it after this. Ezekiel 47, 6 down to verse 13. This is good. What he told us here to tell to put in writing for you today. Come on. Okay, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 47, reading verses 6 to verse number 13. 6 says, And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Seven. Now then, when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were many trees on one side on the other. Eight. Then he said unto me, These waters issue out toward the east country and go down into the deserts and go into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the water shall be healed. Nine, and it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whatsoever the rivers shall come, shall live, and there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither. 
or they shall be healed. And everything shall live whether the river cometh. Ten. And it shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand up on it. You got it. Even the inlingan, they shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds, and the fish of the great sea exceedingly many. Eleven. But the merry places thereof and the marshes thereof shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. Well, and by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all the trees for meat, whose leaf shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their water shall be issued out of the sanctuary. The fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. Thirteen. Thus says the Yahweh. Thirteen. Thus says the Yahweh. This shall be the border whereby you shall inherit the land according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions. You hear you, you know what I'm saying? He said in verse 12, and by the river on the bank, there on the side of, on this side of the side shall be all trees. Listen to this. All trees for me. With leaf cannot fade. Neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his month. Now, for meat and leaf for medicine. So listen, the fruit is for medicine. So your medicine that you get to restore your body, it is you got to eat fruit and vegetables, fruit. If you want to, for example, I told one of the members out of 69 counts, I said, listen, you sick again. And this is what I want you to do. You tell them old piece of grandbabies and everybody else to bring you to the hospital you got. Wild members and grapes. Green grapes and spring water. Eat the watermelon because the watermelon have natural water in it, and the and the grapes, green grapes, seeded grapes and spring water. Then once that watermelon get all in that belly real good, it gonna start bubbling your belly, and once you start eliminating. All that trash you have built in your stomach. Go on you a diet where you eat only watermelon, green grapes, and green water. Then get in a chair, one look like the summer back chair, and hold both hands and pull and pull the back seat up back back. 
you know, chair, raise it up on your toes. What you're doing, you're building your legs back up. You're, you're doing what it says to do, Adam and Eve, 50 verse 4. You're doing the first of your body. And the precept to that is 9.27, 1 Corinthians. What it says is 1 Corinthians 9.27, 9.27. 1 Corinthians 9.27. Okay. A little bit slow. I always make a note, and then uh, I read. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 27 says, verse 27. But keep what I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, least that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. So you see, otherwise he says he keeps his body up under subjection himself. Because he can't tell people what to eat. Neither he eats fish and shrimp and and drinking pop. Now, let me throw a hypothetical question out since I said that. Now, somebody comes and visits you. They give you a flower pot. And a flower pot has flower pot has um, flowers on top of it. In this flower pot, but the flowers is laid over to the right. They all laid over to the right and they bring you a gift. Now you got four things that you have in your possession. Now, power is laying over to the right. They're laying down. What would you give this power? What would you give this flower? Would you give it a B, ha, C, alcohol, four, <laughs> D, water. Which, which one of these would you get at plant? Just laying all over. Which one would you get? A, B, C, or D. Which one would you get? A, which one would you get? Ellen, one, two, three. A, B, C, or D. A is coffee, B is pop, three is alcohol, and four is water. Which one would you get? Well, we're going to put water in there. We, we gonna, well, we're going to put water in there because we know that's the right thing to put. And that's the same thing about your body. And that's the same thing about your body. You put water in your body. You got to rejuvenate your blood daily. You got to drink at least three quarters to a gallon of water per day. Water. What? Reading your blood is sick and reading you got. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.